Welcome to Hustle & Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and today our guest is Ethan Lawler. Ethan um, is a football player, and we're gonna talk about some of his other sports in a second, but I also wanna tell you that we are recording from Countdown to Escape again today for this episode, and so shout out and thanks to the Countdown to Escape crew for letting us invade your lobby for a few minutes and record from here, right here in downtown Frisco, right off of Main Street. All right, so let's get into this episode. So we have Ethan Lawler. So um, you, and we're gonna talk about your shirt and what, what your college support situation is, but okay. you just graduated, right, from Frisco ISD High School, Memorial High School. Yes. All right, did you go there all four years of school? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so you're from Frisco. Yeah, I've always lived in Frisco. Okay, so you've always gone to Frisco schools. Always. So then go back a little bit and tell us, now I know you're a multi-sport athlete, and because I know you, we'll talk about that too, how I know you. But um, so you focused on football your senior year, mm -hmm. but before that, what were you doing? Uh, I was pretty much playing all the sports you could possibly be playing at a young, young age, from baseball to soccer to basketball, track and field, like just other random sports. Yeah. Too. Did all that, did most of that start like in middle school when you were doing track and field? And uh, it, Pretty much all the young the sports started for me like in about first grade, first mm -hmm. or second grade. So yeah. I started doing them all. Did you get to play soccer, basketball, baseball into high school at all? Uh, I stopped playing basketball after middle school, but I played soccer and baseball up until my ninth grade year. Did your coaches encourage you to play more sports throughout, or did just did you make the decision to focus on just the one sport going into sophomore year? I kind of made the decision myself to just focus on football after my freshman year because playing multiple sports in high school is just too taxing my, on, on my body. Yeah. And I was missing out already so much on the football offseason from like the workouts to like a new install, so all that. That's what I've noticed is that it's football. Football is like your primary and then you have a backup sport. You're basically pulling yourself out of off-season football workouts mm -hmm. to do your other stuff. And so, I mean, does it end up probably hurting your football status because you're not in front of those coaches and you're not like with your team? Do you feel like it kind of like is like a I would like say, a bad thing to you know what I mean? Like yeah, I would not say, a punishment, but like it's just a negative sort of. I would say yes and no because my freshman year, like when I was like doing off season for bait like I was playing football, like baseball during the off season for football. Like mm -hmm. I missed out on, on the all the new team bonding because all the freshmen were being now integrated to the official football team right. for high school. And so once the first spring practice, I felt like I was just out of sync with everyone. Yeah. I just wasn't there until like a few days later. Yeah, I could see that. All right, so tell us your position and what you do for football then. I play quarterback for uh, Johns Hopkins University. Yay, that's exciting. So that's brand new. So you just, so you, I mean, we're recording this actually on June 1st. So a couple weeks ago, you graduated. Mm -hmm. Congrats. Um, and so you played quarterback for Memorial High School and now you're playing for Johns Hopkins. So I definitely want to talk more about that and that school. Um, have you always been quarterback or were you playing other positions? I've always played running back and wide receiver all the way up till my freshman year. Then I transi oh. transitioned into a quarterback. Okay. Why? Uh, it's just, I just had like, I had a knack for throwing the football and the football coaches noticed that and they, they switched my position to that and ever since from there just been going up so all through high school yeah okay and so was it one of those things when like you were instantly good and you were like starting and it was this obvious thing that like that was your thing or were you you know did you ever struggle and have to like earn your your spot uh so my freshman year was kind of a struggle 
because I was still learning the position and it was a, it was a lot to take in at the yeah. time. But then over the next few years, I slowly transitioned to being like really pro, like prolific and understanding everything. That's great. Okay, when did the college playing in college come factor in to your life? It was my junior year because okay. right after my junior year, that's when all the college coaches started contacting everyone, and you have to like start texting them through like uh, uh, Twitter and all that. Yep. Because so your junior year. Yeah, my junior year. That's after what, your junior season? After the junior season. That's okay. when the process started. Okay. So had you already had your eye on a school like Johns Hopkins before? I had not at the time. Because that is a very... So of all the kids that I've talked to, or mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not I know you're not a kid. Of all the student athletes that I've talked to, um, different colleges and everything, you don't hear that as often from around here. Mm. And so you have to wonder, like, what made you pick that school? Or was that something in your family? Or, like, was it something that you already had your eye on? It's a very, um, I mean, it's it's known for, it's an academic school, but it's known for, like, being a research school and has, like, some really big-time alums. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about some of them in a second. But um, so was that on your radar at all, or was it a football conversation that put it on your radar? It was a football conversation that put it on my radar. The offensive coordinator there, Coach David Josephson, he, mm -hmm. he contacted me in January. He's like, hey, I just watched your film, and I really love it. Can, I, can we go on a call? And, like, ever since from there, I just started going up and up and where I'm now playing for him. So it sounds like a tough school, like uh, school-wise. Yes. What, what kind of student were you in high school? I was a straight-A student in high school. Okay, were you like taking AP classes and already like a very hard-working student and so college isn't gonna be something that you, you know, worry about? Or do you feel like this step is gonna be a huge transition? So I, I was already taking a multiple AP classes, which kind of helped me put in the position to get into Johns Hopkins, because you need those AP classes just to get considered. Yeah. But I feel like I'm prepared for college. Good. I feel like I'm ready for it. Good. Now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. I want to tell you guys about Beyond Studios. I'm going there for Pilates right now, and I love it, and I want you guys to try it out. You can actually try your first class for free when you use my code HUSTLEANDPRO. That's HUSTLE, ampersand, ampersand PRO, and you'll get your first class for free. So you can check it out at either their Beyond Studios location in West Frisco on 4th Army or the Beyond 500, which is at Lebanon and Legacy, and that's more of a cardio workout. So head to thebeyondstudios.com to find out more. And now let's get you back to this episode of Hustle and Pro. Like, did you have early release or late arrival and things like that? Because I know a lot of Frisco school um, students are able to not have to have like a full senior yeah. year. So did you get some breaks in your schedule this year? I always had a late arrival. So I would show up to school at like 10.30, I get to sleep in and work out early in the morning. But don't you have football first thing? No? No, that, uh, that's that's fourth period at, oh, okay. at 2.50 Okay. Every day. I know some, some stuff is in the morning, but yeah. okay. So that's nice. Yeah, it was. You got a nice break. That's probably going to change soon, right? What's your, what is your summer or like when you start playing in college mm -hmm. and where when you take off, like what is that going to look like? Do you know? Uh, <laughs> not exactly sure yet, but I just know the practices will be held in the mornings. Yeah, so I'm I was going to say, not probably sure. not like sleeping in time. Yeah. So where are you headed to? Is this? This is in Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. 
Have you ever been, have you been there on campus yet? Uh, just two times, both on visits to the school. Yeah. Okay, that's good. It was, it was really nice. That's a great area. I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's obviously so different from being in Frisco, but I mean, I think you're that's going to be such a great experience. Okay, do you know any famous alum that go to that went to Johns Hopkins? I do not. I wrote some down because I thought it was interesting. I always am curious what schools are known for and everything. So, former President Woodrow Wilson went there. Um, lots of Pulitzer Prize winners and even a member of Congress. Wow. Former president of the NAACP, uh, Michael Bloomberg, and Wes Craven, who's a film person. Lots of lots of different names, but I thought that was an interesting mix of different names, lots of writers and journalists, and a lot of science, people famous for different mm -hmm. science and like, like finding medical breakthroughs in something yeah. or inventing different things. So a lot of variety of different um, alums, but I thought that was cool. All right, do you know the conference that you guys play in? The Centennial Conference. Yes, Centennial Conference. I have to admit, I'd never heard of that really before. Um, but, so, does it say on your, who your... Um, uh, the Blue Jays. Uh, mascot is? The Blue Jays. All right, so, one thing I found out is, yes, Centennial Conference is most of their sports, right? Mm -hmm. But do you know, like, what their main known for sport? It's pretty much lacrosse. They play in the Big Ten. Yes. They play in the Big Ten for lacrosse. So they started their lacrosse program in 1883. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And they've won, I think, 44 national championships in lacrosse. Yeah, they're insane in lacrosse. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like they're a lacrosse powerhouse. So have you ever played lacrosse? I have not, but I kind of wish I did. Of all those sports you mentioned, yeah. Because lacrosse is something that around here, I mean, if you were into it at your age, like somebody older than you probably would have had to pull you into it, you yeah. know? Um, like there's littler kids now that are getting into it as just a regular sport, mm -hmm. but you, for you to have like, you know, been a high school player, somebody, or gone to a private school where they fo like focus yeah. on it a lot, or somebody would have had to pull you in. Yeah, I hadn't really heard of lacrosse until about my age right now. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have any friends that play here in town or? Uh, I had one, but he graduated last year. Yeah. I, I didn't know you was playing lacrosse till last year too, so. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of lacrosse, random segue. So the the what I know the most about lacrosse is from my friend, Beth King, who you know because we all work together at Player to Player. Yes. So Beth King was my first ever podcast guest on this show, 150-something episodes ago. Um, but yeah, so she's one of those people that like moves the sport to a specific yeah. city. Otherwise, it's just people around here. I'm from Texas, born and raised, and so I'm not gonna naturally know the sport. All right, so let's talk about player to player a little bit. Um, for those of you who don't know, you probably know if you watch this every episode because I've had Jennifer Wright on, the founder of player to player But um, so she's my friend from Waco, and she started this business in Austin or Lake Travis, Austin, four four and a half years ago and it is high school athletes coaching younger athletes in a variety of different things. And so Ethan is one of our coaches. So what mostly are you coaching when you coach player to player lessons? Pretty much just football. Just football. I've had a few baseball lessons, but just football. Mostly football. Yeah. I think that's what people are finding you and knowing you and finding you, seeking you out on our site and booking you for lessons. Yeah. So like, I guess just tell us like, what is that experience? Like what, first of all, do you like it? Oh, I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, good. That would have been awkward if you'd have been like, no, it's, it's <laughs> awful. Um, it seems like you like it. Um, 
you know, there's there are some of you guys that are just really good at connecting with the younger kid and making them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you're teaching them something that's really valuable to yeah. them and to their parents too. Um, so there's kind of two sides, right? Like the skills you're learning, but then also just the social skills and like talking mm -hmm. to someone and everything. So um, what, you know, tell me like, what are you getting out of it or what do you think about it? Uh, I just love connecting with the kids because they they get really energetic so fast once they start to get to know me. Yeah. And it's just fun to see them just grow and learn and become good at what they want to be. So when they first meet you, are they a little nervous and shy and quiet? Yeah, pretty much. They're, they're really timid. And then how like, do you... Like as, the, as the lesson goes on, they just try to become more energetic when I start talking more. Yeah. So you have to be the one that steps out there and like yeah. shows them like how do you, how do you make them comfortable? Uh, I just start telling them like just jokes, make them laugh, and yeah. over time they start becoming more comfortable with me. Yeah, that's good. And so then you're one of our coaches that gets rebooked by the same kids, right? So, um, do you feel that like that's one of your strengths is getting somebody a kid to feel comfortable with you, and the, then they obviously go tell their parent like, "Hey, I want to do that again." Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, that's good. Um, so. You also did something else through player to player, which was coach help coach football middle school matchup. Yes. Tell me about that experience. It was really fun. <laughs> it was a it was exciting. It was, it was it was a lot of fun though. Yeah. So you had a bunch of like seven no you uh, had seven or so sixth graders. We had eight sixth graders from Fowler Middle School and yeah one of them was from Stafford. Okay. Yeah. You had like a mixed team of different yeah. schools. And it was like a day of fast and furious paced, yeah. uh, two hand touch, seven v seven football. Mm -hmm. Do you have to? I, I'm guessing that the kids had to adapt to the rules and stuff. Did you have to kind of learn and adjust any of the skills you know of? Uh, not really, because I, I grew up playing a lot of seven v seven, so I pretty much knew like the ins and out of it and how oh, to make it successful for the, for the kids. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. And so make it real, make good. it really easy for them to understand. That's good. Most of the coaches or most of the teams are coached by parents who volunteer mm -hmm. to do it. And so when a team doesn't have a parent that volunteers to do it, we were able to step in and say, hey, some of our football coaches can help you out. So it worked out really well. And I think it was really fun for those kids. And yeah. I thought it was fun for you too. All right, so tell me, um, besides, besides football, which you focused on the last three years of high school, like what are the other things that make you you? Besides sports, do you have other things, identity outside of your being an athlete? Uh, I love hanging out with my friends and family, going fishing and hunting and like biking on the trails around here. Yeah. And just going on jogs. Active and outdoors. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So um, when you get to Baltimore, have you been able to kind of check out that scene? Like, I don't know much about their weather and what, you know, outdoor situation and like fishing or hiking or jogging I mean you can jog anywhere but um did you when you were on your visits did you get a good vibe that like that's matches your personality yeah I feel like it I feel like it does because it's more like an outdoorsy city like you don't really like I'm not, I'm not bringing my car up there because you can't really drive there much you can like yeah. walk around take the buses bike all that fun stuff that is fun that's yeah. cool it's different are you living in student housing as an athlete I'm yeah. assuming yeah have you already gotten to know your roommate or know who it is or i have not yet we just now put our applications for the housing so okay. i found out find out first week of july okay so then when do you get there for workouts uh just the first week of august when we arrive okay it's not as early as i thought yeah. i i know some student athletes 
some different sports go early and have different you know workouts and requirements earlier. Um, what do you think you're gonna miss the most about Frisco? Uh, just being with my family and friends here. Yeah. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a younger sister and a younger brother. Okay. And so what what about ages are they? Uh, my sister is uh, going into her senior year for high school, oh. and my brother is going into his freshman year of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. So both at the same high school that you went to? Yes. Awesome. So they can follow in your footsteps. Are they athletes also? My sister plays uh, club soccer, and my brother, he just, he's now starting to play football. Okay. Yeah. Does he... Uh, does he want to be a quarterback? Like no, you? he's gonna he's gonna be like a defensive defensive end. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I bet you help him. So that's why yeah. you're good as a player to player coach too, mm -hmm. because you've always had younger kids around you, and you probably just naturally know like how to talk to them. Yes. And they don't they don't like intimidate you or scare you mm. or you don't get worried or anything. Do you ever get nervous working with kids at player to player? Uh, I, do, I do not. Yeah. I just I have fun with it. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's that shows because there are some coaches that are like, they'll tell me and Beth like they're nervous about first lessons or something or um, the age of the kid or, or something like that. And it's like they're, I mean, they love you guys, right? So mm -hmm. there's not much you know wrong you can do. You just have to be, I feel like, confident to a certain degree and make sure that you're not, um, I don't know, I guess intimidating them it's hard because your size is bigger than them right but you have there's something about like just showing them that you're kind of just like them like you understand yeah. them i think they look up to us because like we're like we're high school kids and like they just like see that in their eyes like oh shoot i want to be that one day yeah yeah i do too they to admire them. you guys yeah. and um i mean you probably don't re we all did it when we were little and you probably don't remember but you know any older kid is just they just look cool and they're just cool to be around. Mm -hmm. And so they feel that with you guys, with the older, with uh, the player to player coaches. When you were growing up, like who were your favorite athletes that you like cheered on and your teams that you were cheering for? I always grew up as a diehard Cowboys fan. So Tony Romo is yeah. the person I always looked up to the most. Him, him and uh, DeMarco Murray before he, before he moved away. Yeah, they always move away, yeah. I know. I get I get sports sad whenever my favorites move on, but yeah, those are good um, guys to look up to. That's awesome, especially Romo since you're a quarterback. So, yeah. yeah. Do you listen to him when he's commentating NFL games? Yeah, dude, it's, it's really entertaining to watch him. Like, say, hey, they're about to run this play, and like, like they're seriously gonna catch the ball on this side, and like, whoop, like they run the play and it actually happens. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild cool how you don't always see that on you know when they're game when they're playing on Sundays but it's pretty wild seeing how much insight he has mm -hmm. and how much he's right right it's yeah. not like he's just guessing a lot of them can just throw out guesses yeah. out there but he's pretty accurate about what he's talking uh -huh. about it kind of makes you go back and appreciate him even more I mean you were a fan so you already liked him but um and then as a like an active quarterback you probably like learn a lot do you learn from him you think uh, yeah, dude, I was watching his like his highlight tapes on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Like you know, like he goes through like progressions and plays, uh, leading drives. Okay, yeah. so we will wrap up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hustle and Pro. Thanks to our guest Ethan Lawler for joining us and for Countdown to Escape for letting us use their lobby today. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at Hustle and Pro, and we'll see you next time.